and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my free training, The Three Legal and Tax Mistakes Made by New and Experienced Business Owners and How You Can Avoid Them. Here's the thing. There's a few key things we've all got to do to make sure we unfuck our biz. I've seen all the mistakes and I know how to help you get past them. So here's what I want you to do. Go to www.unfuckyourbiz.com, sign up for the free training, watch it, and do at least one of the homework assignments I share in the masterclass. Promise? Okay, now let's dive into the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 95 of the Unfuck Your Biz podcast with your host, Brayden Drake. That's me. I'm Brayden. So welcome to the podcast. If you're new here, this topic may seem, well, even if you've been listening for a while, this may, this topic may kind of seem like out of the blue, deductions for retirement savings, or maybe not. This might seem right on par with the topics we normally discuss here. For me, it's a little out of the blue because normally I would record this in like December. That'll make sense for you later. I guess none of you would know that. So I don't even know why I'm talking about this anymore. It's a totally normal episode. Nothing to see here. Here we go. So the reason why I want to talk about this is because I'm on kind of a theme um, starting last week of personal finance. And I may or may not do a couple more personal finance episodes in the coming weeks. TBD, you'll find out. But I was just kind of discussing this last night with one of my fellow tax nerd friends, Jamie Troll. We were getting ready for, um, not really getting ready, but we went out for dinner because her and I are both going to be part of uh, Amy Porterfield's live stream that's happening tomorrow. By the time this podcast releases, it will have already happened. But Jamie is a CPA. Um, I'm a tax attorney. We both teach about taxes. And so I was, we were kind of not really venting, but talking about how a lot of people don't really understand how deductions work. Neither did I really before I started studying taxes and learned all this stuff. And we were sharing the, all the nerdy and fun ways that we teach about deductions. So I kind of realized, oh, this would make a great topic for next week's podcast. So I'm going to talk about it. And here we are. So the common misconception is that deductions are basically like free money. Like if you spend $1,000 on a new computer, then you're going to save $1,000 on your taxes. So it's like a one for one. It's like a wash. So that's not the case because think about it. If you just spent like every single dollar you made in your business and you, then you'd like never have to pay taxes. Like, can you really do that? Technically, that is how deductions work. That was a really terrible example, but I'm going to explain this with an example. I'm rambling now. This is getting unhelpful. So let me explain with an example. So assume that you make $100,000 in your business and you have, um, okay, just assume that you make $100,000 in your business and that your tax percentage is 10%. So we're going to make up numbers to make the math really easy. So if you pay 10% tax on all your business profit, then you're going to owe $10,000 on 
income of $100,000. Make sense? So $10,000 tax on $100,000 in income. So maybe you ask yourself, well, should I buy this new camera or this new computer or join this new program that's $10,000? Yes, I know that's a very expensive computer or camera, but again, easy math. So should I spend $10,000 on this thing I can get a tax deduction for? If you did, now what would your business profit be? It would be 90,000, right? So you have $100,000 in income minus this new $10,000 deduction. So now you have $90,000 in income. So calculate what the tax due would be. If your tax percentage is still 10%, then your tax is gonna end up being $9,000. So what happened in this hypothetical? You originally were gonna pay tax at 10,000, now you're paying tax at 9,000. So translation, you spent $10,000 to get a $1,000 tax deduction. Was it worth it? Yes or no? It depends, right? So it depends on if you actually needed that item. So if you needed a $10,000 camera because you know, you're doing like commercial videography or like videoing celebrities or something that probably is a reasonable price for a camera. I really have no idea. But in that case, if you actually need it, then sure, that's great. But if you're just spending money to spend money because it's the end of the year and your tax bill is gonna be too high, that's no bueno, that's not good. We don't wanna do that, okay? So what do we do instead? Well, the first thing is what I always tell my people, my students, is to think about a deduction more as a discount. So if you're walking into Best Buy and you see, well, I'll tell you, I'm getting ready to get a new podcast mic. I'm not super happy with the audio quality on this po podcast. Maybe you think it's fine. Let me know. Report back. But I'm planning on getting a much more expensive microphone, hoping to also use it to record my audiobook. So that's $500. So it's, it's not a cheap microphone, but it's something that I really want to kind of up-level my business. I'm approaching episode 100 here, starting to attract a little bit of a bigger audience. Side note, please share with your friends. But as I do so, I really want to step up the production quality. So I don't like absolutely need to have that, but I'm buying it despite the fact that or aside from the fact that I'm going to get a tax deduction. The tax deduction doesn't really play into my consideration. I'm buying it because I won't even say that I need it, but because I want it for my business and it'll make my business better. And that's where I want to spend my money. The tax deduction then is just like a nice bonus. So earlier I said you're going to spend $10,000 to save 1000 so essentially 10%. Generally, it's more like 20%. Like getting a tax deduction is gonna save you more around 20%. So what I tell most of my students to do is think about anything that they wanna buy for their business as they're essentially gonna a 20% discount on it with the tax deduction. And this helps frame our minds a, a lot better with these kind of things. When we think about a discount, because we're all shoppers, we walk into a store, we obviously don't just buy everything in the store that has a 20% discount on it. If you went to an outlet mall, you'd be absolutely broke because all the prices are inflated so they can give you discounts. So that's not what you wanna do. You wanna walk in and if you look at a new, like I'm just looking in front of me, I have my iPad right in front of me. So. If you would not walk into a Best Buy and see that an iPad is 20% off and just buy it because it is 20% off, then you don't need to buy it just for a tax deduction. If you're buying it because you actually want or need it for your business, that's a different story. So my, 
my pitch for you here is please, please do not be the person that in November and December starts thinking that they need to furiously send money, spend money because they haven't saved for taxes. Because think about that again in our hypothetical. If you had that $10,000 tax bill and you spent $10,000 to then save $1,000 on taxes and now your tax bill is $9,000, did you really help yourself? No, because you spent all the money that you had you spent all the discretionary income that you had that could have paid your tax bill and you blew it on something you didn't really need to slightly lower your taxes and now you don't have money to pay your tax bill. That's kind of circular in the brain, but hopefully that makes sense. Like if you're just spending money to reduce your taxes, then you're spending the money that could be used to pay your taxes is the short story there. So my tip for you though, is if you get to the end of the year, and you're thinking, well, I already paid all my quarterly taxes and I did have a healthy profit this year. I probably am gonna owe quite a bit in tax, but I've paid my quarterly taxes and I still have $5,000 in savings or I have $10,000 in savings or maybe $500 in savings. And I would like to pay less in taxes because who wouldn't? The best thing you can do is to put money into retirement savings because you get deductions for that. So this is amazing, right? So if you open an IRA, a SEP IRA or Roth IRA, whatever kind of IRA you wanna open, these are adjustments to your income on the tax return. And I won't bore you with all the details on what exactly that means. It's in my book, which you can read in a couple of weeks when it comes out. So essentially that operates just like a business deduction. So instead of getting the 20% discount on the item that you don't really need for your business, take the leftover money that you have and dump it into a retirement account because it's you're getting multiple benefits from it because you're getting a tax deduction from it, which is going to decrease your tax bill. But then you're also getting all the retirement benefit and then it's going to grow with compound interest for the years to come. And yes, that's like way less exciting than buying all of the shiny equipment that we want to buy. I totally relate to you on that level but typically the more fiscally responsible thing that you can do. So my last tip for you on this, and this is like a certain thing that's been constructed for a reason, is that you can always wait until the new year to make a retirement contribution. And, and this kind of goes against our logic. So we normally think if I want to get a tax deduction for my 2020 tax return that I'm going to file in like March of 2021, then I would need to make that contribution by December 31st of 2020. That's actually not the case though. The IRS allows you to make a contribution up to the tax filing deadline in order to get that deduction. So what does this mean? When we come up to January of 2021, we have from January until April 15th of 2021 to file our 2020 tax return. So you can actually go and make an IRA or retirement contribution up until April 15th and it be counted as a tax deduction on your tax return. There's just certain ways that you have to do that. You should talk to, if you have a retirement like planner person, talk to them how that's done. Because it has to be specifically earmarked for the past year. But the reason why this is super helpful is because what I tell people to do is to do your tax return as early as you can. So usually the software is released in like early February, that's typically the earliest you can do your return. So do your return and then you can see your tax bill. So ideally you've paid quarterly taxes and maybe when you do your tax return, it tells you that your tax is $8,000 and you've made four payments of 2,500. So 
you have paid $10,000 in taxes. And that means you're going to get a little bit of a refund. But that also means maybe you had an, an extra few thousand dollars set aside and earmarked for your tax bill in case you ended up owing more. So now you have done your return, but you haven't actually filed it. You have not hit submit. You can take any money you have left over and you can now contribute that for an IRA for last year and then add that deduction onto your tax return, reduce your tax bill and get more of a refund and then hit file on your return. So if you didn't follow all of that, that's okay. It's just the whole point is, is you can wait until January, February, March to do your retirement contribution after you see how much taxes you owe and know that you have enough money to cover the taxes. So that's my top tip for you. Um, the main thing here is don't go crazy and just spend money on bullshit stuff that you don't need in order to get tax deductions. We don't do that. We wanna have profitable businesses, but also we wanna maximize the deductions on the things that we are buying for our business. So. I would never tell people to not take a tax deduction um, on something that they've already bought. If you've purchased it, you should maximize it. Um, unless you're you know, like trying to get a mortgage or something and you really need to show high profit on your return, that's a whole different story for a different podcast in a different day. I think I've now concluded this podcast. I'm getting a little rambly now. This happens when I'm over caffeinated. So hopefully that was all helpful. If you wanna learn um, more about all these sorts of things, particularly deductions and adjustments and how they work, and also get my philosophy on when and how you should be saving for retirement, First of all, you can go listen to last Thursday's episode where I talk all about that. I explain the unfuck your biz framework and how you really should unfuck your biz before you get into personal finance saving. But also after you do that, or right now, before you do that, you can go download a free chapter of my book at www.bradendrake.com forward slash book, where you're going to learn all about LLCs. And then you'll get updated information about the framework when the book comes out and how you can purchase it to learn more. So I hope that was helpful. Hope you loved it. Make sure you subscribe to get notified when new podcasts come out and I will be back in your podcast app in just a few short days. Have a good one. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.